your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom. All right, welcome to a Friday of Lacrosse Talk PM. You want to get in here? 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line, and it's an abbreviated show today because the Milwaukee Brewers are in Cleveland, so we're on Eastern Time, and we got a half hour, so get at me quickly. You got If you want to vent about something, I'm sure we all got something to vent about. Although Friday, usually people are in a good mood don't need to vent about much of anything. Uh, Lacrosse County did have a record high case count today in COVID-19, if you didn't know what case count was, based on another story that we had with uh, fentanyl arrests and drug overdoses. I don't know if you saw that on wasinnews.com, but the uh, Lacrosse Police shared yesterday they made a big drug bust, biggest drug bust ever involving fentanyl. I believe that's how that went down. And they, they kind of, in that, in that post, uh, just a little tidbit, fentanyl contributes to a lot of drug overdoses. In the last week alone, police responded to seven overdoses of those five of those people died. It's kind of alarming. I feel like, you know, not a whole lot of time there, but you could give that, you could give that statement out every day. I mean, the police could, could, could throw that on their Facebook every day, right? Lacrosse police responded to a drug overdose, person died. And then the next day, person died. Person survived. Person died. It might get overwhelming, but that's kind of the point, right? And and then Robert Abraham is is quoted here, uh, not not especially happy with drug dealers being out on bond or bail, whatever you want to call it. Very very complicated and confusing topic that I don't even have any time to get into because we have like 16 minutes to, to talk. Not counting the news today, um, but anyway. So yeah, the 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 count, the count was high today. I'm just going to talk about that for a minute. The, the the count set a record, and that record was here. It is 47 cases today. So automatically, you're like yeah, college kids. But apparently. It coincides a little bit with the, the high count in Wisconsin. Wisconsin has 1,400 cases today, 1,498, I believe. That's a record. The, the state has never had more than 1,000 cases but one time, and now it's had but two times. Uh, but so, so the high case count in La Crosse County and Wisconsin could be attributed to DHS mistakes or delays. Uh, DHS today, problems with laboratory test reporting over the last few days delayed the processing of a num- the numbers until today, but that has now been fixed, said a post on the DHS Facebook page. Oh, it's funny how it comes out afterwards. Ah, we've had some process delays, and now it's been fixed. Well, why didn't you say a couple days ago, hey, we're having process delays. Expect a, a giant case count in the next couple of days. And also, the low case count is because of processing delays. Maybe they didn't know that. Uh, but it always seems like a little bit of a cluster F uh, with that. Iowa did the same thing. Iowa's been a cluster F for like two or three weeks. Iowa had a 1,000 cases uh, yesterday as well as a state, which is ridiculous because countries are shutting down for like hundreds of cases, let alone let alone one, one state having a 1,000. Cities like Australia are shutting down for four or five cases in a city. 
giant city, you know, but we had 47 today in lacrosse, so it's a, it's a little strange. The, the high, the previous high was 39 on Sunday, according to the county's health department. But, you know, was it 39 on Sunday, or did they hold those off until, you know, that count came out on Sunday? Also, the county health department says they're going to change their weekly case update to happen on Wednesdays now. They, they stopped doing it daily. You can get that that stuff on wisdomnews.com daily still. We're going to defy the county health department and, and post the daily stats because they're, they're somewhat interesting. When, when the case count jumps by 47 in a day, hey, that's that's interesting. Uh, not, not the whole lot to make of it because the, the county doesn't give us any of the updated stats because they say, you know, the, the spikes in one day versus the next aren't, aren't helpful. But so when the county updates its Cooley COVID Collaborative, the Triple C website on Wednesdays, it is also going to post its case counts which will give us hospitalizations. Hospitalizations the last week were, were one. We had one. So that was great news. Uh, when, the, when the state's getting like 35 a day, Lacrosse County only had one. And on top of that, the, the, you know, the, the, the case rate and all that stuff, that, that will all be updated on, what is it, CooleyCOVID19.org, I believe is the website. Uh, they didn't link it there, though. Not sure why they didn't do that. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Brewers are going to be on here in a minute. I'm doing the news. Brad decided to take the day off because he's got to prepare for Mike Pence on Monday. Uh, Kamala Harris is also going to be in Wisconsin on Monday as well. She'll be in Milwaukee. Don't have completely details on there. But Mike Pence is going to be at our, our favorite place, Dairyland Co-op. Uh, I wonder if Jennifer Schilling invited her. <laughs> Uh, see, I can take digs at Democrats. Uh, Jennifer Schilling, not friend of show. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm gonna. I, I I recorded the news just so in case people are watching Facebook Live and, and see me magically doing the news. I've recorded it, so uh, you you won't you won't get that live this time. But uh, here here it is. We're gonna go to the news. We'll be back after this. I was. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk at text line. We want to get in here. A couple minutes left before the Brewers come on, bottom half of this hour. Uh, I was talking about the fentanyl drug bust. Brent texted in, hey, that fentanyl kills more than the coronavirus. I don't know, Brent. I don't think you're right. If you start in January and, and count the number of coronavirus deaths, versus the number of fentanyl deaths, I, I think you'll be mistaken. I don't have those numbers ahead of me, in front of me, but I think you might be mistaken. Uh, number three is calling in. Eric from Sparta is calling in as well, but it's loading. It's loading. Global deaths. 871,205 people have died from COVID-19. 187,484 in the U.S. alone. So if you can pull up fentanyl deaths for me real quick, Brent, and tell me how many have happened since January. And uh, if it's more than, uh, you know, what do you want to do, global deaths, 871,000, or U.S. deaths, 187,000, let me know. Uh, we'll go to the phones here. Eric's when waiting. Eric, go ahead. You're on the air. Yes, I uh, regarding these massive stuff. First of all, I hate Tony Evers got that down and rolled into All right, so I like... Fine, Eric. Number three, you're on the air. Go ahead. Uh, see, I was just wondering 
if the ball game don't start until six o'clock tonight, why do you have to get done in ten minutes? Pre-game, we got to do pre-game. We got to know how the Brewers are going to match up against the Cleveland baseball team, professional baseball team. That's what we're calling them now, the Cleveland professional baseball team. Oh my God! <laughs> all right, all right. And now, are you going to work Monday, or is that going to be a recording? I don't work. I I work holidays. So. Mike Hayes works Monday. Does he? I'll, I'll be here. I'll be in here. You're going to be there Monday night? I will be here Monday. In fact, you know what? I was just, I totally forgot. The mayor's usually on Mondays, the, the right. day before the uh, Thursday. That, was my, that the, was my next question. Maybe the mayor's got the, the holiday off. Yeah, I'll ask the mayor if he'll come in Tuesday. So we'll, anyway, we'll get that you know why out. that art board's going to get that money, don't you? They want that 30000 Well, they want the 30000 which would go to, like, updating signs that tell us where things are in La Crosse. So, right. Well, the mayor picks the members on the art board. He picks people that agree with him. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the arts board doesn't... enemies on a board. That was a debate the other day. The arts board isn't elected. Uh, do we really need to elect arts board people, though? Do we need to get into, a, like, a Democrat-Republican arts board situation? For the people that spend my money should be elected, not appointed by the mayor, because they're going to agree with the mayor, and the mayor's going to agree with them because they're elbow buddies. So all police officers should be elected? All firemen? Oh no, I'm not saying about the cops in the fire department. Well, we we I'm they spend your money more. They, those two spend your money more than anyone else. But they protect me. But they spend your money. You should that's elect a, them. All right, I don't care. They okay. protect me, Rick. Well, it seems like a double standard then if the arts board doesn't <laughs> and the and the police do. So all right. Well, if, I, if I ever run in trouble, I won't call the arts board. I'll tell you that. All right, sounds good. Keep your powder drying out. Oh, thanks a lot. Thanks for the call. Uh, Kent's calling in. Kent, go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Rick. Northside Kent. How you doing, buddy? Good. Northside Kent. I didn't. I didn't know you were Northside. Okay, that's good. I'll put that in the in the on the list here, so I can call you Northside Kent. Yeah, there you go, bro. But hey, I want to like give you kudos again for going down and talking to the homeless people at Cameron Park. You know, and then we we try and go through this process where let's get them some help, let's get them some housing. And what, what's the city doing? Turning them down, you know, rejecting all this stuff. What's going on with this? Yeah, the Catholic Charities. We had Catholic Charities on, was it last week, Thursday? We had, uh, right. uh, and, and, um, he said, you know, they were, they were buying this building from Mayo. They were, they wanted to anyway, and they were going to put a resource center in there so people could come, get jackets, not, not spend the night, but like during the day, it would be like a nine to five situation. And, uh, yeah, these committees rejected it because neighbors were mad that people, a, a group in there, instead of having mail in there taking your money, because that's what the building was before, it was like a, like a, some kind of, you know, number crunching yeah, a facility. Cl- a clinic or something. No, it wasn't even a clinic. It was, you know, administrative building, so, so to speak, right. I believe. And instead of having that, where we're going to have like some kind of resource center where people could go in there and get help. We don't want that in our neighborhood, so. Um, well, no, no, but you know the fentanyl deal in Lacrosse too. I know the numbers, whatever, how many deaths. That does, that doesn't really matter. But these people that keep committing these crimes, yeah. And I want you listening, listeners to watch the news, look at the Tribune, your your channel, you know. And and the, Ramona Gonzalez is going to let them out of jail, five hundred dollars signature bond. They're going to be right back in there in a week. You know, enough's enough. These people need some stern sentences. I know we need to vote her out if we need to do that, but 
Unopposed. You need to get a little stern somebody, on people, you know what I mean? Somebody would have to run against her. Thanks for the call, Kent. Uh, yeah, somebody ha- would have to run against one of the judges to to uh, to vote them out. Um, yeah, the cash bail situation is a, is a complicated issue, and I'm kind of hovering around bringing – I've brought Tim Grinke on, the, the Cross County District Attorney, to talk about it. It's very confusing. It's it's really if you look at the broad the broad picture when it comes to cash bail, cash bond, whatever you want, whatever you want to call it, they're two different things, but you know, kind of essentially the same. Um, but it, it really is putting a lot of people in prison that just are poor and can't get a lawyer and can't and don't, and don't know how to you know like just like they don't need to be there while they're waiting for a, their trial for something that's you know. Not like that. They're not a risk to the public, but they can't get out of jail. So we're, you know, this is your tax money. That's when these people are in jail. And then on the flip side, then other people get out of jail, and you're like, what? And then they, you know, turn around a couple of days later. This and and that happens like one percent of the time. But it's really easy to point to the one percent and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. But it's the one percent of the time. So, um, yeah, it's it sucks. But that's that's the way it is, I guess. Uh, Brent texted back in. Uh, he's talking about Lacrosse County. So you've reeled into fentanyl deaths to, to uh, COVID nineteen deaths to Lacrosse County. Okay, that makes sense. Fair enough, Brent. Lacrosse County has two deaths and uh, it, it, during the pandemic and um, five fentanyl deaths in the last week. So we're we're definitely losing that battle. I don't know how to solve that, but you know, um, telling Catholic charities to go take a hike out of the what is it the Washburn neighborhood. Probably not the best way to solve that when when Catholic Charities was going to be one of these entities that was going to help people uh, bring in drug counselors and stuff like that, so people could get help. So what's the alternative for that? Hey, I wanted to I wanted to share this real quick. I I'm starting to get these mailers. If anyone has these mailers, this would be a fun thing to just you, text me a picture six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Um, I've got three so far, and then well four really. Dan Fian sent me a personal letter. Not personal letter, a letter, as opposed to one of these, like, um, campaign, like, you know, here, here, it's like one of these, like, fancy postcards, big, giant postcards. So I got one from, I don't know, it's it's got Joe Biden on it, but it also has Ilhan Omar, Bernie Sanders, and Ocasio-Cortez. So it must be, it must not be a Republican one. <laughs> The radical left has taken over Joe Biden. Don't let them take over America. And that's what it says on the on the one side. And then it says, Joe Biden, embrace the policies of the radical left. Don't let them take over America. And then way in the bottom, it says, text Trump. You know, it gives you uh, a couple of Twitter handles and, and, a, and a website for Donald Trump. But it doesn't necessarily tell you to vote for Trump. So I don't know. Maybe vote for, maybe vote for the, the Libertarian Party candidate. Uh, that's, so that's one. I'll just throw that away. Greg Davids, he's one of my reps. Uh, he's he's running again, and he has his flyer out, his giant fancy flyer that that has uh, on the front, elect, re-elected Greg Davids, state representative, and his three keys here, affordable health care, lower taxes, law and order. I think that's what he's promoting. So affordable health care. Lower taxes, law and order, also better school lunches, longer recesses, less homework. So those are six of the, okay, the, the last three I just added on there. It's always so funny. Lower taxes. It's the easiest thing. Like, let's just everyone say that. 
Uh, and then he, you know, he, he talks about Representative Davis chief, chief authored a law that has proven to lower premium rates for Minnesotans who have been financially devastated due to the cost of Obamacare. Um, not for me. <laughs> so thanks. Thanks, Greg Davids. Hasn't worked for me because, uh, if you get your health insurance through an employer, then in Minnesota, you can't get your health insurance through the state. Uh, and then Dan Fian wrote me a letter. I'm writing to tell you a little about about myself, why I'm running for Congress. He's running against Jim Hagedorn, who has been very popular with these flyers, so popular, in fact, that uh, the Democratic Party in Minnesota has called him out on spending, like, a, a fifth of his salary on, on these mailing flyers. The, what other congressmen had spent on the entire year on their, in their enti- entire budget, Greg, or, uh, Jim Hagedorn has spent on mailing flyers, but uh, Dan, Dan Fee is running against him for Congress. He's uh, writing to tell him a little bit about himself. He's a fifth-generation Minnesotan, a veteran. Uh, D.C. politicians, both Democrats and Republicans, have lost their way. The coronavirus pandemic has hurt small businesses, been devastating for farmers, taken too many lives, but instead of coming together, party bosses just bicker. And then it kind of goes on from there. I don't know if it says uh, stand up to big pharma and insurance companies. Fight for fair trade deals and hold China accountable. Create a national plan to test and trace COVID-19. Take on corporate interests and political bosses. He also says he's refusing to take PAC money. So that's Dan Fian. At least he sent me like a letter instead of these stupid flyers. I don't know. I kind of appreciate that a little bit better, but also just, you know, what are you going to do? And then I got this last one. It says voter alert. Important voter guide inside Minnesota. Apply for your absentee ballot today. So it must mean I need to get an absentee ballot if I'm going to vote in Minnesota. But on the flip side, and I don't know who this came from. I guess I could I kind of look. But uh, important, your vote will be the difference. Protect Minnesota from dangerous extremists. And it doesn't really say who sent this to me per se. It doesn't really have a candidate on there. But protect Minnesota from dangerous extremists. you got to vote. <laughs> it's just like the the the. The terminology here is just a little bit ridiculous. Dangerous extremists. Rah! You need to vote. Rah! Just a, a little little out there. So anyway, if you want to text me some of these, some of your flyers that you got, uh, the Joe Biden one's the best. Don't let the them take over America, the radical left. Uh, that one's the best because it's got just the, the most triggered people. Anyone that wants to get triggered over politics, like talk, to, talk about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilhan Omar, right? Like just like that. That triggers a lot of people. Oh, I can't. Oh, I can't take those people. Well, I kind of wonder why. Um, so yeah. Anyway, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Send me send me a couple of those if you got them in the mail. It'd be super fun. You can do them all weekend. Just if you get one, if you see it later. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. All right. Uh, one more time. Scott's comment. The news coming up, and then the Brewers against the Cleveland professional baseball team. <laughs> 